sharing a rhema word the Lord gave me for earlier today. How many of you are wanting to be successful? Stand up, stand up, stand up. Now notice I got you out your comfort zone. Stand up. I want you to look around and, and, and acknowledge that you're not the only one that wants to be successful. Say, that say, I agree. I agree. I'm not the only one that wants to be successful. Now, I want to stretch you because I want you to get this understanding. And don't leave here without the revelation. You will never be fully successful without making mistakes. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor. You will never, ever be successful in this life without making mistakes. Now, now, now get that in your, get, get that in you. Too many people get jealous when people arrive at their success. But you forget that on their way to success, they made mistakes. And they made many of them big ones. But they graduated. What do you mean they graduated? They have gotten to the place where a mistake doesn't bother them no more. They learn from their mistakes. And they get better and not bitter. Yeah. Uh, too many of us have been captured by our mistakes. And instead of getting better, we get bitter. And when you get bitter, you shut down and you stop growing. And you stop expanding. You want to be successful? On your way to success, you're going to have some faux pas. You're going to have some mistakes. But you confess, I can do all things through Christ who who what? Strengthens me. Oh, well, why you keep talking about how weak you are? Huh? How come you keep magnifying the problem? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Say, say, neighbor. Revelation. Revelation. You're not getting weaker. You're getting stronger. Let the weak say, I am, I am strong. Come on. Success without mistakes is a fake. Oh, y'all ain't going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Success without mistakes 
Hmm? How do you think they develop a car? Mistakes. Test. Why can't you see your mistake as a test? And learn why it don't work. And then make the necessary changes. But where there's no fear of God, there's no change. No respect for God, there's no change. Oh, my God. 2017, the year of new beginnings. Well, on your way to new beginnings, you're going to make some mistakes. And when you make the mistakes, learn from them. I, I think there's a billionaire in society right now. But on that billionaire, that billionaire has been in bankruptcy several times. But it's amazing they never magnify the bankruptcies. They know how to use it to make it get better. Say neighbor. Sometimes on your way to success, you may have a bankrupt. But learn from it and keep going. I'm going to look up. Too many of you are living in the past. And your past is keeping you from going forward. But I read somewhere in the Bible that it says, Now unto him that's able to do exceeding abundant above all that I ask. Say, say neighbor. neighbor. Graduate. And start living in the now. 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 Your mo. See, no, I'm going to step back because I don't want nobody throwing nothing at me. But have you ever gone out with somebody to eat and the food is brought to you and they can't enjoy the food because they're talking about the past? That food is smelling so good, and you don't, you, you, you ever see somebody eat food, and they eat it so fast, and they don't, they, I don't know. They did not save, and folk, one thing I learned, say, say neighbor. Slow your roll. Slow your roll. Slow it down, and enjoy the moments. I done stopped getting in a hurry. I know how to slow my roll and take my time and stay in the moment. You cannot be successful without making mistakes. Learn from them and get better instead of bitter. Now, I'm the pastor Eagle Summit. I'm a great man, but I got a lot of mistakes. But guess what? Them mistakes ain't holding me no more. Oh, no, 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 no. 
you, I, I, mm, mm, we're not going to talk about mistakes. We're going to talk about, okay, I, I learned this, now I'm going to do this. And see, here's another piece. I'm, I'm, I know y'all, I'm, I'm preaching. Um, any of y'all getting older? Yeah. Yeah. See, see, there, 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 there. See, 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 see. Huh? As you mature, you'll get, thank you, you get better. Stop letting your age shut you down. There's a man that's 100 years old that's in a race, in a marathon, 100 years old. He ain't running like that. He's running like this, but he's running. He's running like this, but he's running. He's running like this, but he's running. But he's 100 years old. And if he can do it, why can't you? Get out of your mind. And let the mistakes take you and make you better. Stop having conversations about your mistakes. No, 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 no. Learn from them and keep moving. And then focus on the success. Give your neighbor a hug. Say, say, neighbor. I see success all over you, all around you. Oh, come on, hug somebody. Come on, speak it. Speak it. Speak it. Success, success, success. Come on. Come on. Shake that heaviness off of you. Shake it off. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, don't, don't, don't get it twisted. Watch, watch where we go with this. If, if all I had was one member here tonight or one person here tonight, heaven rejoices over one. I'm a great pastor. <laughs> if I only have one. You see, no, 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 no. no. Well, you don't have, no, no, one. God, heaven rejoices over one. The problem with the big ones, they don't meditate. They don't invalue the one. Oh, no, no, no. One. Success is about one. Some of y'all waiting for me to preach. I don't preach already. Come on. Come on. It's time to flow in success. Say, say, neighbor. I see success all over you. Now, when you get in your car, don't lose it. When you get home, don't lose it. When you're going in a job, don't lose it. Because your supervisor made mistakes. Your supervisor made mistakes. They just graduated to promotion. And they're going to make you feel like you, you, you the dummy. Yeah, but they, they had dumbness too. And they still got some. Hallelujah. They perpetrating like they got it all together. Well... Praise the Lord. Say, I'm successful. I am. I am successful. 
Hallelujah. All right. In your Bibles, go to James. That's my buddy. Chapter 5 and verse 13. James 5 and 13. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. James 5 and 13 says it this way. Is any among you afflicted? Is anyone among you afflicted? When you are, let him pray. <laughs> okay. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. Now, I'm, I'm going to expand your capacity right now because that word afflicted in the Greek, you know, I, I know Greek. I know Greek. In the Greek, afflicted means trouble. Trouble. So in other words, the text also reads, is any among you troubled? And when you're in trouble, what you supposed to do? Let them pray. Too many of us wait till we get in trouble and then pray. Say neighbor, that's late. That, that, that's why the trouble is harder than what it is. Because you were so busy being busy that you didn't pray. Well, trouble is a state of distress. Trouble is affliction. Trouble is danger. Trouble is a need. Is any among you huh, distress? Is any among you in danger? Is any among you in need? And when you are, pray. Folks, as we each are expecting 2017 to be our year of double blessing and double uh, harvest of new beginnings, we also want to bring others into salvation through Jesus Christ. Prayer must not be slacked off. Prayer must not be slacked off. Too many believers are losing confidence in their prayer. This is especially true when we have social media of almost every kind blasting the airwaves, daily exposing us to all kinds of trouble just because they can. Boy, you get on social media and you see all kinds of stuff. Trouble here, trouble there, and you, you, and you sit there and you listen to it and you read it, and all of a sudden you feel troubled. You, you be troubled. No, 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 no. Here the trick of the devil is, host, is to make people numb, numb to evil. Numb to evil. See, social media is, is, is getting us to the point where we can hear about somebody dead and we'd be like, oh yeah, they died. They, they're dead, they just dead, this is whatever, whatever, no. Wait a minute, wait a minute. No feeling at all, because we, we done seen so much of it that we get numb to it. 
and we save folk, and we numb to, they, they, they killed him. Oh, you seen Bubba? Oh, he died. You seen, you seen Susie? She, oh, she went crazy. Huh? Numb to it. That's the trick of the enemy. There is where each of us must daily choose huh, whom we serve. Will it be God or will it be the devil? Or will it be his evil ways? So the reason um, the message is entitled, tell your neighbor, this message pastor's preaching. Learning to pray for yourself too. You better learn how to pray for yourself too. Hebrews 10, 24, let's go. Hebrews 10, 24, let me back it up. Says this, this is so precious. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. Eye contact. Why do you think I encourage you to hug somebody here? You don't know, say, say neighbor. You don't know how much that hug meant to me. But that hug meant something to me. It encouraged me. I'm going to have a good week because of your hug. See, there it is, there it is. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and good works. Now here's the other part. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Folks, in these times, people, you need to say, you, you need to go to church somewhere. You need to be planted somewhere. Yeah. You need to be around some people that know something about God yeah. and not about the problems and not about, no, you need to be somewhere where somebody's believing God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Folks, here in our text, we each are to be reminded that no matter how anointed we become, we still should and must stay connected in a church with other believers in Jesus Christ. This is to be the norm, especially as we draw closer and closer to the Lord's return as his sons and daughters. So Eagle Summit members, I exhort you not to miss making or missing the mark by forsaking yourselves the assembly because of trouble of this world we're living in. Now, eye contact. Uh, as long as you are with people, they're going to be people that are going to do something that you ain't going to like. Okay, I'm going to go over here. Don't, don't throw nothing over here. As long as you're around people, because you meet people in a time and season, and sometimes when you ain't discerning the season, you miss the understanding. Here I go. I'm on my way to church, and uh, I'm having a meal, and somehow... Um, something on the meal jumps on my clothes. <laughs> so I try to get it off and it messes it up. Then I come in contact with you. And instead of me smiling at you, I roll my eyes at you. And you think that I'm mad with you. But you know I ain't going to tell you that I'm mad because my suit or my dress is messed up. That's the real problem. It ain't you. But you take offense. 
No, no, I done messed up my clothes. And, I'm, I'm, and you know, I'm, I don't, don't be touching my clothes. I'm, my clothes, I'm, huh? You got to understand that you meet people in a time and season and you got to discern. Is it their receiving season or is it their rejecting season? Is it their hurting season or their blessing season? And when you discern that, then you don't, you don't, don't okay. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you don't even ask them what it is. You're just mad because something just happened to you. So you just, huh? Say, say, neighbor. neighbor. Understand. Understand. You meet people in a time and season. You got to discern. That means understand what season they're into. Hallelujah. Have you ever been with somebody and they ain't brushed their teeth? And when they open their mouths, it's like, oh, Jesus. Okay. And you step back and they get even closer. That's real, folks. Come on with me. Instead, learn to pray for yourself too, okay? Prayer at church should not become a substitute for your prayer outside of the church. Say, neighbor. Prayer at the church should not become a substitute for your prayer for yourself outside the church. All right. Here the trick of the devil is to slowly persuade you that your prayers alone are all you need every time in every situation to gain victory. That's a lie. I always need somebody praying for me. Amen. And I, I, I realize that every church, church people don't pray for pastors sometimes. They think pastor pay all this. No, y'all better pray for me. Say, say neighbor. If pastor cross your mind, pray for him. Pray for them. Yes. Here we have the birthing of church hoppers who boldly declare that they don't need to be planted in any church because they know how to pray for themselves. Well, I know how to pray for myself. I don't hear it. I don't know. And yes, they may have certain spiritual gifts that flow in, but without doing what the word says, they often become negative and destructive to their own way of Almighty God for His church to function. You ever been around somebody? You know, you know, how you doing? Oh, I'm blessed. They lying, and you can see they 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 lying, they lying, they lying, they lying. They, lying. they know the confession, but they don't know how to live it. I said they know the confession, but they don't know how to live it. You know the confession, but you got faith without corresponding actions is dead. Say, Lord, help me not to fake it so I can make it. Mm -hmm. And yes, they may have certain spiritual gifts that flow in without doing the word. What the word says, they often become negative and destructive, my God, to the way Almighty God wants it to be. For them, submission to any authority is a negative position. They swear to never allow... Huh, to be a part of that daily operation. You know, the uh, reason I don't go to Eagle Summit because they got too many rules and regulations. Well, I got news for you. If you don't have some rules and you don't have some regulations, you got, you got a mess on your hands. Especially if you come from Jabumba and you don't even know what, how to... <laughs> you, you don't... Hey, that's real. You got to have something to keep things flowing. 
Now I share these facts so we each have a better understanding that we each will have to give an account for how we live out our lives in this world. Did we obey the word of God and follow his good shepherd or did we just do it and do our own thing? Now let's go to Esther chapter four. Hallelujah. Learning to pray for yourself. Esther chapter four. You know the story of Esther? You know she had, she had a uh, helper by the name of Mordecai, an uncle. Esther chapter four, verse one. When Mordecai perceived all that was done, Mordecai rent his clothes and put on sackcloth with ashes. They're in trouble now. They, there's, there's, they're about to be uh, attacked. And went out into the midst of the city and cried with a loud voice, a bitter voice, bitter cry. And came even before the king's gate, before none might enter into the king's gate clothed with sackcloth. And in every province, whithersoever the king's commandment and his decree came, there was great mourning among the Jews, and fasting and weeping and wailing, and many lay in sackcloth and ashes. Okay? Now, folks, in Esther, you have an example of people facing real trouble. Real trouble. Note how they address this difficult time and season of their lives. Okay? What did they do? There was great mourning among the Jews. There was fasting. There was weeping. There was wailing. There were many laying in sackcloth and ashes. In other words, they were doing their very best to humble themselves before Almighty God in order to seek his help. Say, say, neighbor. When you're in trouble, you need to humble yourself before God. When you've done all you know to do, you need to humble yourself. And say, Lord, not my will, but your will be done. All right? Now, Esther chapter 4 and verse 12. Watch what happens. They're in trouble. Esther 4 and verse 12. And they told Mordecai Esther's words. Then Mordecai commanded to answer Esther, Think not with thyself that thou shalt escape in the king's house more than all the Jews. For if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, then shall their enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this? Then Esther bade them return Mordecai this answer. Go rather together all, go rather together all the Jews that are present in Shushan, and fast ye for me and neither eat nor drink three days, night or day. I also and my maiden will fast likewise, and so will I go unto the king, which is not according to the law. And if I perish, I perish. Here we have a keen example of a person learning to pray for themselves too. When you're in trouble, you know, I know you, y- y'all got my number, but you better learn how to pray for yourself. Amen. You better learn how to pray for yourself. Uh-huh. For the people that know that God are strong and do great exploits. You got to get to know where you know God is speaking to you. Teach it. And when he speaks to you, 
don't expect him to speak to you the way that, that somebody else speaks to you. Sometimes he, he can speak to you through just a, a, a bird, a cat, a smell, a vision. God can speak to you any way he wants to. Mm-hmm. Here we have again, let Esther learning to pray for herself. But here the common trick of the devil is to isolate people in difficult times and seasons so they eventually doubt that Almighty God cares about them at all. I'll always know when people stop attending church there's something going on. I know you've been coming and coming and coming, then all of a sudden you get absent. I say, all right, Lord, what's up? What's up? And then when God tells me what's up and you come in, I tell you, I knew what was up. It wasn't me, it was God. Because he gives a word of wisdom and a word of knowledge. And God will let me know. And then sometime he won't tell me. Then I have to wait and then I figure out, okay, mm-hmm. But I know there's something that's going on in your life. And you don't show up. Say neighbor. Show up. <laughs> All right. Likewise, a church of people divided against itself cannot stand either. A house divided against itself cannot stand. One puts to flight how many? Do you know the word? A thousand. But two puts to flight how many? Ten thousand. When you're dealing with ten thousand, you need some help. When you can't figure out stuff, you need some help. Now, I got to go here. I know we's all, much of us in here, we have this kind of skin, but God is tricky. He will put it in somebody that don't have your skin. Okay, see y'all, see y'all, you miss it. I don't ask. And sometimes God will do that deliberately to get you out of your, oh yes he will. You better learn how to talk to everybody. And, we, and, and in Durham, we got a whole nother flux of people here. And they, you be, hey, you, don't, you better learn how to communicate when you may not be able to speak Spanish. You may not be able, you better learn how to mm, figure out how to, how to communicate with them because they got some answers. Amen. It's amazing how when you go to, go to restaurants now, you see them coming in in, 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 in in trolls. You see them coming in in numbers. They don't come one at a time. They come in as a company. Yeah. Normally you see five or ten of them sitting down and they, they figuring out stuff. They planning. They figuring out how to stuff. They, because they don't know, they're learning about Durham. They're learning about Durham, but they're figuring out how to take it over. They're figuring out how to take it over. They're pulling their resources together to make stuff happen. But we so holy, we don't know how to pull ourselves together. I don't nobody that know that I got a little something to you, but that's what you got a little something. When you got a little, you need some more little. Joining your little. Come on now. That's real, folks. Oh, my God. And in deep, deep, difficult times and seasons, there are often thousands in the mix that need to be overcome so you can walk into total victory. And for Eagle Summit to tap into total harvest and double blessing of new beginnings so others are entered into salvation, it requires daily flowing, relentlessly praying, and times of fasting, and breaking the evil tests and trials designed to mock our confidence and belief in God. 
There are just times and seasons, oh God, when the babes in Christ need the help of the mature. No, no, no give, me, give me eye contact. Now, go with me. Uh, every one of us is at a different age. But you got to learn how, when you are younger, to ask somebody older than you. Because sometimes them older folk know some stuff that, uh, that's why they can read your mail. Because what you did, they done done already. And, and did some. And they be smiling at you like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, but they got some wisdom in them. They walk through some stuff that was prepared, that you're supposed to tap into to get information to go even further. So, say, say, say neighbor. Master asking questions of everybody. And learn from everybody. Learn from their mistakes. How to make new mistakes. So you can have success. See, ah, uh, see, that's, that's real, folks. That's real. And then what happens, you, you, you're like, okay, all right, but I'm learning. I'm growing. I'm getting better. Esther 5 and 1. Come on, we're going down the home stretch. Esther 5 and 1. After she got, she learned to pray. And she got others praying. Watch what happens. Esther 5 and 1. Now it came to pass on the third day that Esther put on her royal apparel. Let's say, say neighbor. neighbor. It doesn't matter how you look now. You can't look funky all the time. You got to come out the funk sometime. <laughs> come on. Royal apparel. And stood in the inner court of the king's house, over against the king's house. And the king sat upon the royal throne in the royal house, over against the gate of the house. Now, ladies, I'm about to bless you. About to bless you. And it was so, when the king saw Esther, queen, standing in the court. La ladies, 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 eye contact. It doesn't matter how you look. Brothers be looking at you. They're going to be looking at you. They be looking to see that you're looking. Come on now. Don't, yeah, come on now. You, you got to look something. Come on, you, you, you got to look royal. Come on now, if you expect royalty, you got to look royalty. Brothers, hold your hand up now. Come on, that's real. You know you be looking. You know you be looking. Now, I'm, I'm going there because some of you ladies can't handle being looked at. Come on. Why, why they looking at me? Men gonna be looking. Men. <laughs> Come on, walk with me now. Men gonna be looking. Celebrate that they look. Stop beating yourself up because they looking at me. They, I don't know they, why they always looking at me. They looking at me. Cause men look. That's the way God wired us to look. Ain't moved by what we see. And we ain't moving, we ain't seeing nothing. <laughs> Y'all getting this? Come on now. Come on, come on. You in church, you saved. Come on now. All right. And it was so. When the king saw Esther, queen, standing in the court, and she obtained favor in his sight, and the king held out to Esther the golden scepter that was in his hand. So Esther drew near and touched the top of the scepter. Notice the gold, flowing, flowing, flowing. 
Then said the king unto Esther, What wilt thou, Queen Esther? And what is thy request? It shall be given, even given to thee to half of the kingdom. Oh my God. Come on, ladies, come on. Some of you ain't, you miss nickel, you ain't, mama, you ain't looking. You ain't looking royal. You ain't, and you, you I ain't looking royal. That's why you ain't getting no king. Kings want some royal. Hello? Hallelujah. Yeah, you in church. In church, too. We want some royal. Hallelujah. Are you learning? Are you learning? Come on now, watch where you go. Then said the king unto her, what wilt thou, Queen Esther, and what is thy request? What is thy request? It shall be given, even given thee, to half of the kingdom. Now get this. This is not happening because she showed up. This is happening because of the prayers. Come on. Come on. It's not happening because she showed up. It's happening because of the prayers of the righteous that are veiling much. It's the prayers that, that she prayed and the prayers that others prayed in agreement. See, I got I to gotta go here. Some of us don't know, we don't, we don't have an attitude of gratitude. I realize that everything that happened to me happened because somebody prayed. And it wasn't just my prayers, it was somebody else's prayers. I did not graduate from Duke by my, myself. No, somebody prayed. I didn't become your pastor because no, somebody prayed. And the prayers have brought us this far. This is our 25th year. 25 years. I'm, and I'm alive. Come on. 20. My God. Prayer. 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 Say, God. I, I, I understand. I got to pray. As well as others. Then said the king unto her, What wilt thou, Queen Esther? And what is thy request? It shall be given thee even to half the kingdom. Half the kingdom? How are you going to get half the kingdom now? Folks, here we see the power of real heartfelt prayer by the assembly of people as well as the prayer of one individual. See, you got to understand. When you roll with God, your prayers count too. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And sometimes all it takes is a mustard seed. That's a mustard seed. Just a, Lord, I need some help. That's, Lord, I need some help. And God sees your tears and hears your cry and moves on your behalf. Psalm 5 and 1, we're on a home stretch. Come on. Psalms, my God. Mm -mm -mm. Psalms 5 and verse 1 says it this way. Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my meditations. Hearken unto the voice of my cry my king and my god for unto thee will i pray my voice shalt thou hear in the morning O lord in the morning will i direct my prayer unto thee and will look up now here's another thing i had to learn when when i'm in trouble i say when i'm in trouble i don't look down i look up say say neighbor when you in trouble 
Don't look up. Don't look down. Look up. Look up. Mm -hmm. I look to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord who made the heavens and who made the earth. When, when I'm in the doctor's appointment, I look up. When I'm in a lawyer's appointment, I'm looking up. When I'm on that crazy job, I'm looking up. Saying, Lord, send some help. My help comes from you, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. My voice shall thou hear in the morning. O Lord, in the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee and will look up. Psalm 5 and 11. Watch what happens. Psalms 5 and 11. Okay, Holy Ghost. Psalms 5 and 11. But let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Wait a minute, rejoice? I'm in trouble, but Lord, rejoice. Let them shout for joy. Shout for joy? Because thou defendest them. Let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee. Say, neighbor, you got to practice joyfulness. In season and out of season. Whether you feel like it or not, have some joy when you get up in the morning and you don't want to get up. Get some joy. For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous. With favor wilt thou compass him with, as with a summit. For 2017 to be truly a year of double blessing and double harvest of new beginnings, as we bring others into the salvation of Jesus Christ, we each must learn to pray for ourselves too. Our prayers here at church are just part of Almighty God's higher ways of walking by faith and not by sight. But we each must daily learn to pray for ourselves. Here the wisdom is to daily practice praying before the trouble comes. When? Before the trouble comes. So you have supernatural power of Almighty God working for you in advance. Uh, say, say, neighbor, stop leaving home without some prayer. Stop going to that crazy job without some prayer. Stop getting around those unsaved relatives without some prayer. That's real, folks. That's real. All right, Acts 10 and 1. Come on. Acts 10 and 1. There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of the band called the Italian band, a devout man and one that feared God with all his house, who gave much alms, who gave much alms to the people and prayed to God always. Got it? He saw in a vision evidently about the ninth hour of the day an angel of God coming into him and saying unto him, Cornelius. And when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? And he said unto him, Thy prayers and thy alms are come up for a memorial before God. Now, now I, I want you to get this. Every prayer that you pray has gone up. Every prayer that you've already prayed has gone up. But is it a memorial for God? Say, yeah. Yes. If he did it for Cornelius, he'll do it for me. He has done it for me. Say, my prayers are availing much. Hallelujah. 
Folks, as I begin to close for today, I simply want to remind each of you that you must learn to pray for yourself too. In the case of Cornelius, he had developed his prayer life to the point that he could experience visions and also recognize God's voice. Eye contact. The more you pray, the more you pray, the more you'll experience the way God wants to relate to you. God will give you dreams. God will give you visions. God will make a way out of, he'll, he'll make, he'll send a jackass sometime to explain something to you. And you learn, you learn that the jackass was sent on purpose. Sometimes you're with horrific people and they're in there, they're there on purpose because God wants to use them to be a blessing to you and teach you how to trust him in the midst of it. And when God does that, he's expanding your capacity to believe and receive because he wants you to know that no matter what situation you're in, he can do it and he wants to do it and he will do it. Say, 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 neighbor. You got to learn, even when a jackass is talking, to receive something that may be a blessing. Hallelujah. And discern when it ain't a blessing. That's real. That's real. In the course of, in the case of Cornelius, he developed his prayer life to the point he could experience visions and recognize the voice of God. You got to get to the point where you, when, when we have early morning prayer, I have us pray in the spirit, then I tell everybody to get quiet. And I do that deliberately because I want you to learn to hear his voice. This morning I heard him say, remind them that everybody that wanted to be successful, huh? Uh, there will be no success without mistakes. And when you make mistakes, learn from them. Don't magnify them. Learn from them and get better and better and better and better and better. It's amazing how many books have been written by people that have made mistakes and they're making billions of dollars on their book. Say neighbor, there's a book in you that needs to be written. Hello? And when you write the book, and the millions come in. Don't forget the church. Oh, that's good. Come on. Likewise, in 2017, we each must make a decision to become stronger in prayer lives so the double harvest and double blessing of new beginnings are free to manifest regardless of the trouble we pass through. Say the trouble I pass through. So for an action step, we each can take this week. This week. Say this week. Let's daily set aside time to pray in the spirit and in our understanding. Also, all right, this week, let's fast at least one meal. Say one meal. Say, don't, don't get mad. Fast one meal this week. Come on. And spe spend quality time in the word and prayer, specifically for the releasing of the double harvest and double blessing of new beginnings in your life. Say, say, neighbor. One meal won't hurt you. Secondly, let's pray this week for a double harvest and double blessing of new beginnings to overflow more abundantly and consistently too. Say more abundantly and more consistently. New beginnings are overflowing. And then finally, let's pray also for bringing others into salvation in Christ. Somebody, you need to be winning souls too.
somebody you need to be leading to the Lord by your lifestyle. Amen? Mm-hmm. Take at least 30 minutes to an hour each time and focus on building your relationship with the Lord and making it even stronger. Say, 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 neighbor. Can you pray for an hour? Um, if you can't, start with 30 minutes. And then get up to an hour. When you just have your conversation with God. Now take your neighbor by the hand. We're going to pray as I close. Get a hand. Somebody get a hand. Squeeze the hand real good. Say, I love you. Say, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for this time of great fellowship with our faith-believing and faith-receiving brothers and sisters in Christ. Precious Holy Spirit, please help each of us to keep working together so your signs, wonders, and miracles manifest more and more in all of our lives so the kingdom of God is truly manifested here in the earth realm too together we give our thanks for all the grace all the love all the mercy that has brought us this far Father God we thank you for so loving us so that we can have great life and have life more abundantly. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Holler! Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. Learning to pray for yourself.